You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. for Team Martech, local professionals serving our community. Listen to a financial advisor, local attorney, independent insurance agent, mortgage broker, realtor, and certified public accountant. They discuss issues and answer questions of interest to you. That's Team Martech, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on WCNO. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561-201-5499. The number again is 561-201-5499. También hablamos en español. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The book of Ruth takes place during the time of the Judges. And just stay with me. The Judges were took place in the time of the Old Testament. 
The judges picture for the New Testament what apostolic government looked like in the New Testament. They were people that, that dished out the governing roles of what the church was supposed to be in the New Testament. The, apost the apostles did. So in the Old Testament, the judges were the governing body over the children of Israel. It was a picture of that. Amen. Remember Gideon? He was a judge. Come on, somebody. Amen. Gideon was raised up in the time of the nation of the children of Israel when there was great turmoil and they were being oppressed by the enemies of God. And he had to raise up an army and God gave him favor to defeat the army. Isn't that right? He went into battle and he destroyed the enemy. Samson was another judge. How many of you remember Samson? Come on. He was whooping. He was whooping the Philistines. He was tearing the Philistines up. There was another judge named Deborah, a woman. That's right, guys. A woman was a judge. She was, he was telling Israel what to do. Somebody said, I don't know if I can take orders from a woman. Well, the children of Israel did. That'll set somebody free right there. Come on, amen. She was known for giving courage to the men before they went into the battle because all the men of the children of Israel were so afraid of the enemy. She looked at them. She said, y'all are a bunch of cowards. Y'all supposed to be the army of the Lord. Every one of y'all are a bunch of cowards. And she said to them, the Lord is with you. And she stirred up courage in their heart so they could go and defeat the enemies of God. So, so during this time when things would get very chaotic, God raises up this family in the book of Ruth as a picture to us of how he works strategically in the kingdom and how he works in the kingdom with principle to bring people into the fullness of the kingdom of God. Because how many of you know the ultimate goal of God is to bring all of us into the fullness of the kingdom of God? Come on, is everybody all right? Say, Pastor, you're not preaching, you're teaching. That's all right. We got some stuff we need to lay down. Amen. The other thing that's important about the book of Judges is this. The book of Judges demonstrates this to us, that God is willing to use imperfect people to get his will done. That ought to be good news for everybody in this room tonight. God is willing to use imperfect people. Amen. How many are you glad tonight God didn't just call people that had it all together, but God used people that were not perfect to get his perfect will done? That means God can use you in your imperfection to get his perfect will done. Isn't that cool? I just love God because God's cool like that. Amen. So we have this family. We have Amalek and his wife Naomi, and they're living in this place called Bethlehem, Judah. And they have these two sons, and the Bible says that a famine comes to Bethlehem, but to the land, to Bethlehem, Judah. In other words, there's a crisis that comes to their family. There's a crisis that comes to the homeland. They're in the midst of turmoil. They don't know how they're going to survive. They don't know how they're going to eat. And they're under all kinds of pressure in their life. How many of you can identify with that? Feel like a famine coming to your land. Amen. How many remember um, Rahm Emanuel? He was President Obama's chief of staff in the first term. Remember that? Now he's the, he's the mayor of Chicago. He's famous for this quote. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Come on. So wow, I don't sound spiritual to me. It is kind of spiritual if you think about it. Say it with me. Never let a good crisis go to waste. How many of you know that every time a crisis comes to your life, God will use it? Come on, somebody. Amen. If you will allow him to use it, he will use the crisis to teach you and to shift you into the place that he has called you to be so that he can use it to perfect you in that place. I wonder if I got anybody in here that's ever had some crisis in their life and God used it to turn them around. Come on, huh? I mean, you know, in the middle of a crisis, you can do one or two things. You can either see it as a great opportunity or you can see it as a great obstacle. A lot of times people see crisis as a problem, as a great obstacle. Some, but if you got the right mind about it, you can see it as an opportunity, huh? 
Come on, amen. You could say, this is a chance for me to learn. This is a chance for me to grow. This is a chance for me to get my character tested so, so I can understand what God's doing in my life. Amen? Or you can just look at it and say, I, I, I got to get out of this mess. I'm leaving. I can't handle it no more. It's too much. I can't take it. Come on, amen? So God oftentimes uses crisis moments to initiate change, to shift us and move us into what He has for us. Amen? You say, well, God just does that sometimes so He can figure out where our heart is. No. God didn't put you in a pressure cooker to find out where your heart is. God never sends a test to you to see if, you, if He can find out what you're going to do when the test comes. Because let me help you right now. God already knows what you're going to do when the test comes. See, somehow we got this schoolhouse mentality. We think we're in school and we got a teacher standing up in front of us and she's going to give us a test so she can find out how much we've already learned because she really don't know what we know until we take a test. But it's not that way with God, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Our God is not finite. Our God is infinite. Amen. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the top from the bottom. Come on, somebody. He knows what you're going to do before you ever do it. The Bible says that He knows the intent of your heart. That means he knows the reason behind the motive that motivated you to make the decision that you made when you don't even know why you did what you did that's what he knows come on help me amen so here's what happens when crisis comes to our life or the test comes to our life it's not that it's not so that God can learn about us it's so that we can learn something about ourselves. Because in pressure situations, we find out what we're made of. We find out what we can withstand. We find out when we can't hear another word. Ooh, Holy Ghost, amen. Because the reality is sometimes I don't know what's in me until I get in a position of pressure that brings out what's in me that I didn't know what was in me until I got in the pressure. How many of you know sometimes when you really get under pressure, you say things you would never say? Come on, amen. We're dropping all kinds of bombs. I don't, I don't talk. I'm a Christian. I don't talk that way. But that ain't the way you sounded two days ago when you got cut off in traffic. Oh, Lord, I didn't know that was in me. They slammed on brakes right in front of me. I, just all kinds of stuff come out. Oh, Jesus, forgive me. <laughs> Is that too real? So in crisis moments, we can discover for ourselves what's still in us that needs to be fixed. Not so we can get down and depressed about what's wrong with us, but so that we can identify what it is and get to the altar and get Jesus in the middle of that situation so we can go ahead and grow out of it. Because really, that's what the grace of God comes to do. It comes to grow us out of it, not condemn us in our weakness, but to pull us out of it. How many of you believe that tonight? Amen? Hmm? See, God, by His grace, helps us work out our salvation by faith so that we can move from level to level, from glory to glory. Amen? Come on. Sometimes it's not just a matter of heaven and hell. It's, it's a matter of you reflecting the image of God in the earth. God wants us to get in situations in our life to burn out of us the things that look like us so we can begin to look like Him. That way, in a crisis moment, they don't see you. They see Jesus. So God holds a mirror in front of our lives and lets us see more about ourselves than we ever knew before. Because just because you think you know yourself don't, don't mean you know yourself. Have you ever let yourself down? Have you ever done anything and then you just go, why in the world did I just do that? 
I don't know what's wrong with me. My, just, my, my, my heart is bigger than my common sense. <laughs> so here's a man whose name means God is the king of his life. He's married to a woman who's supposed to be delightful and who's supposed to be pleasant. And he's living in a place called Bethlehem, Judah. Bethlehem, Judah. Everybody say Bethlehem, Judah. That's important because Bethlehem, Judah means this. Bethlehem means the house of bread. Everybody say the house of bread. Judah means the place of praise. The house, he was living in the place of bread, the house of bread, and he was living in the place of praise. Amen. So here's a man who's supposed to reflect the image of God, the God King that's in his life, married to somebody that's supposed to be delightful and somebody that's supposed to be pleasant. Their life is supposed to be a reflection of the kingdom of God, and they're living in the place of bread, and they're living in the place of praise. Sound like things are going pretty good. Amen. But then all of a sudden, crisis comes to their life, and here's what they do. They run to Moab. They're, they're living in the place of... Y'all ain't going to shout me down, are you? I said they're living in the place of bread, and they're living in the place of praise, and the moment crisis comes to their life, they run to Moab. I said they run to Moab. Y'all going to shout at me? I'll keep saying it. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. It's important that we understand what Moab is. How many of you know that the nation of Moab was started between an ancestral relationship between a father named Lot and his two daughters? That's where it come from. Because Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed and Lot's wife turned into a pill of salt. Remember, she was running and she went, Dude, uh. At least that's what it looked like in the, in the old movies from the 70s. She just froze and turned into a pillar of salt. I always wonder if I was a little kid, if I had a hamburger, if I could just rub it on her like that. So anyway, his wife turns into a pillar of salt. He runs up to a cave, and his two girls go with him, and they're depressed because they think, now we ain't never going to get married. How are we going to get a husband? All we got's daddy. I know. Let's get daddy drunk. And we will lay down with daddy, and we will have sex with daddy, and we will have babies. And then our name will carry on. Well, one of the girls had sex with daddy, got pregnant, had a baby, and they named him... Y'all paying attention? Moab. Everybody say Moab. Didn't know that was in the Bible. Oh, my Lord. You should read your Bible. You'd be surprised what's in it. There ain't nothing new under the sun. You say, Our, the United States of America is on a cultural downshift. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got a clue how bad it really was. 
Don't even start talking about the Roman Empire during the time of Paul. They make the, the Roman Empire during the time of Paul make the United States of America look like a shining beacon on a hill. Come on, amen. Please stop crying about how bad it is and thank God for how good it is. <laughs> Woo, I ain't trying to hurt you, I promise. So here we got Moab. And his first name means this. It means something or somebody that comes from an illegitimate covenant. Something or somebody that comes from an illegitimate covenant. In other words, they're trying to have blessings and privilege that come in an illegitimate way. They're trying to be blessed. They're trying to gain privilege. And they're trying to get it illegitimately. In Jeremiah chapter 48 verse 11 it says this. Moab has been at ease from his youth. He has settled on his dregs and has not emptied from vessel to vessel, nor has he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him and his sand has not changed. Is everybody all right? Now stay with me. Here's the picture. Here's a man who says, God's kingdom is in my life. He's married to somebody who's pleasant and delightful. They get in the middle of a crisis. They encounter a famine. Everything turns upside down in their life. They're living in the house of bread. They're living in the place of praise. But instead of staying in the place of praise and staying in the house of bread, they say to themselves, we've got to get out of here. It's too much pressure. I can't take it anymore. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. i got to get some relief. Somebody say, i got to get some relief mm? so the bible says they pack up their donkeys and they pack up their their stuff and they pack up their tents and they move down to a place called moab moab a place that promises them the covenant and the blessings without ever having to make any change in their life are we okay come on amen so Moab is a place that you want to go to when you don't have to make any changes in your life, when you still believe you can receive everything that God has for you without ever having to be processed through the pressure and the stress of life. Mm. Y'all okay? Mm? How many know for most of in here, most of us in here, it's not can you have it, it's really can you get in a place where you can receive it? Because everything in the kingdom of heaven is already yours, amen? Y'all ain't even going to shout me down at all, amen? My Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So if I'm in Christ Jesus, that means that everything that heaven has made available to my life has an opportunity to manifest in my life by the grace of God when I begin to work through the stresses and the pressures and the crises of my life by faith. Come on, amen? Somebody say it's activated by faith. That means I have got to learn how to live in the difficult places of my life. I've got to learn how to stay in an environment that helps me grow because it's the places of pressure that cause me to grow. And in those places of pressure that help me grow, God is able to change my life. If I let him. Come on, huh? Maybe there's nobody in this room tonight, but I wonder how many people might be listening to me today that when the pressure got on in your life, you ran to an illegitimate source to get some, to get some relief from the pressure that came on your life. I have. 
It's easy to do standing up here in the pulpit that when everybody's down on me and nobody, everybody thinks I'm messing with them and I'm being mean and I'm being, it's easy to want to say, you know what, I don't need none of this. I can just take it and I don't have to take it no more. I can go. I don't need none of them. Is that too real? Oh, come on. Amen. What happens is when we do that, we try to short circuit the process. The processing of what God has for our life so that we can get something that we really can't hang on to. We see it and we go for it, but really what it is is the grass is greener on the other side. Rather than staying planted and rooted in that thing that God is producing in us to help us to grow up. Because Moab can never give you what God has promised you. The Bible says they ran to Moab, and down to Moab, here's what happens. They get to Moab, and Naomi's husband dies. He leaves the place of blessing, the place of presence, and the place of the word. He goes to Moab, and he dies. Then her two sons meet these two girls, Ruth and Orpah. And both of her sons die. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, here's Naomi living in the land of Moab. The place they went to for a blessing has now become a curse. She has no husband. She has no sons. And she's got two daughters-in-law that are foreigners. They're not even daughters of the covenant. Come on, uh huh? Finally, somebody comes to Naomi and gives her word from her homeland that there is now fresh bread back in Bethlehem. Y'all all right? Stay with me. Is everybody okay? Okay? She says, I hear that there is fresh bread back in Bethlehem. Now listen, when you really begin to break down Bethlehem, Judah, that means the place of bread and, the, and like I said, the place of praise. But when you put those words together and you break it down even further, it literally means the place of His Word because the Word of God is always presented to us as the bread of God. So it's literally the place of His Word. Somebody say His Word. Hmm? And how many know when you praise Him, praise brings presence? So the place of praise was literally the place of presence. It was the place of His Word, and it was the place of His presence. You cannot run from the Word of God or the presence of God and expect God to bless your life. I don't care, you might love him, you might be saved. But no blessing, no favor will be released into your life if there's no word and there's no presence. Is everybody all right? Hmm? It's what Jesus talked about in John chapter 4 when he said, They that worship him must worship him in spirit, the presence, and in truth, the word. Come on, can I keep going? Amen. Smith Wigglesworth prophesied in the late 1950s. He said for hundreds of years there have been revivals of the Word of God where people got a hold of the Word of God and massive movements and denominations came out of the Word of God. He said now there has been a revival of the things of the Spirit, the presence.
presence of God, where miracles are beginning to manifest, where people were beginning to be healed supernaturally in their bodies, and the prophetic word began to flow in the people's life. And he said, in the 21st century, what's going to happen is there's going to be a revival of the word and the spirit, a revival of the presence and the word that would come on God's church in the last days, and it would be poured out on all flesh. So if you're going to only a word church, you need to find a church where they got a little bit of presence in it too. If you're going to one of them charismatic crazy churches where all they do is float around on the floor and they don't preach no word, you need to get into a church where they got the word too. Because the revival is coming to churches that preach the word and move in his presence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. Pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561-201-5499. The number again is 561-201-5499. También hablamos en español. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net.
Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.